If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. When I turned 39, I was like, oh, hell no, we're done suffering. We're done. And I asked, where's all my suffering come from? Honestly, if I had to boil it down every single time, I didn't trust myself. I didn't speak up for myself. I lost a part of myself and I'm done doing that. And that's where that comes from. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. When Vasavi Kumar was diagnosed with bipolar disorder at the age of 19, she made it her life's purpose to understand how her mind works, starting with making room to hear herself think. Her mission is to share everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, in order to teach a more mindful, practical, and simple way of creating your life. In this conversation, Vasavi is sharing her own journey through confidence and building trust with herself. It is something you can feel in the way that she speaks and shows up. She's going to share the lessons she wants everyone to learn about using self-talk to move yourself through resistance in your life. I love it when I get the opportunity to have a vulnerable, raw conversation with someone about these personal topics that so many of us face. So pour a cup of coffee or tea or refill your extra large water cup and let's get ready to get real with Vasavi Kumar. Let me introduce you to a podcast you're going to love. It's called The Shine Online, and it's hosted by a former Gold Digger guest, Natasha Samuel, and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Natasha interviews the brightest entrepreneurs to bring you no-fluff advice, honest discussions about the mental health and lifestyle aspect of entrepreneurship, and actionable strategies and success stories of those who have mastered the art of shining online. Natasha just covered this topic I think you'd love to hear about. She talks about when you're ready to hire a social media manager and when you're not, because hiring a social media manager isn't going to fix your social media problem if you're not ready and willing to show up and do the work too. Listen to The Shine Online wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome, Vasavi, to the Gold Digger Podcast. I am absolutely thrilled that we get to have this conversation today. Jenna, the feeling is so mutual. It is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me here today. Okay, so one thing I absolutely love about you and something that I feel like just tethered me to you is that you love the power behind your personal story. And I just believe that, you know, as we start this episode, as we start our time together, I want the audience, anyone who's listening to know a little bit more about you. So can you share just a little bit of your story? Where does it begin? How did you get to where you are? And then we'll kind of dive into some of the specifics. Absolutely. So I grew up on Long Island, New York. I am 40 years old today. Not today, but as of right now, I'm 40 years old and I am a first generation Indian immigrant. My parents came here from India in the 70s. My older sister and I were born in New York. So I am originally a New Yorker, born and raised. But the biggest struggle for me growing up was, you know, I was too brown for the white kids at school and I was too white for my parents at home. So I learned from a very young age, Jenna, I learned how to fit in everywhere. Mm. I learned how to manipulate myself to fit in and to survive. And while that's been a blessing and a curse, because I really can fit in anywhere, the part that I really want to emphasize is how much of myself I had to abandon in order to fit in. And so I've taken many paths to get to where I am today. Here I am today, the author of the book, Say It Out Loud, host of the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm here with you sharing my story. I've taken many paths with cocaine, alcohol. I was four years sober. I'm going to be four years sober, March 27th, 2023. I've been divorced, in and out of rehab twice, and just, you know, throughout all of these different paths that I took, it's almost like my soul subconsciously chose these paths of almost like committing warfare against myself so that I would have to repair that relationship with myself, you know, and the one way that I have done that, which I know we're going to get into, is learning how to talk to myself with kindness and with the same respect that I would give to other people. And I think it's because I have truly mastered that. And I feel weird even saying that out loud. Like, but I, you know, I wrote a whole damn book about talking to the voices in your head. You know, as someone who was diagnosed with bipolar disorder 20 years ago, I had to learn real quick. So that's just a little snippet of Vasavi. I love that. So you just touched on this and I want to go a little bit deeper on it, but you shared that you were diagnosed with bipolar at the age of 19. That's really, I mean, a pivotal time in somebody's life. And I feel like bipolar disorder is super highly stigmatized. And so talk to me about what it's like to show up every day. You now have a public platform, you have a podcast, you have a book, you're putting yourself out there Walk me through what that's like, what that reality is like. So I want to educate your audience on bipolar disorder. You know, if you read the textbooks and if you you know go to WebMD, they'll tell you it's a, it's a fluctuation in moods. Okay. You go from high to low. I mean, people jokingly say this, which they shouldn't. Oh, the weather is so bipolar. She's so bipolar. And what they're really just saying is that she's going from, or it's going from one extreme to another. And while that is true in many cases, right? We go from extreme swings of mania, which can show up in many sorts of ways, some positive, some negative, or on the other side, depression, the way that I have really learned to thrive with the mind that I have, Jenna, is by harnessing my energy. The way I view having bipolar disorder, it's just this immense amount of 
God energy. It's creative energy, right? And that's why they sometimes say when you're manic, you feel grandiose. You think you're on top of the world. You have godlike energy. I feel blessed that I've been given this energy and I just didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to harness it. And I I believe that every single one of your listeners has been given their source of God-given creative energy. And for all of us, some of us go from one extreme to another. Some of us have been able to contain that creative energy, but ultimately we all need to learn how to access that energy and channel that energy and put that out in the form of our art. So number one thing is that I want you to understand what bipolar disorder really is. It's not just swings and moods, okay? And it's my job to educate people on that. What it's like for me to wake up every day, I have learned, I have learned what works for me. I have learned what helps me stay calm, present. I protect my peace at all costs and I am anchored into my purpose. So for me, no matter what is going on outside of me, anything could be going on inside of me. I have had to learn, by the way, I was forced to learn this when I was given this diagnosis, how to manage my mind, my thoughts, and how to speak to myself in a way that gets me up every single day to keep doing what I do, show up on these interviews, show up on my platforms, write my book, whatever. But it truly has been for me a gift for me to understand myself and know myself and know how to speak to myself to keep it moving every day, one day at a time. Wow. So one thing that you talk a lot about, and I can feel it, like I can feel it as you're speaking is this level of confidence. I think it's so beautiful. And it's something that people can experience. I want to know because you have it, do you believe that confidence is something that you're born with? Or is it something that can be learned and kind of walk me through what that's looked like for you? I believe, oh man, this is such a good question. So it's a both and. I do believe that when we are born, we are born pure. We are born like completely untainted and just free and curious. And I believe we're all born with that that spark of curiosity. Like if you just watch a kid, you can see that kid. They're so confident to grab this thing and go do that thing. And they may cry if they fall, but they get back up. I believe we have it. And then someone, something happens, says something to you. And that same spark that you have, that fearlessness that we had becomes stuffed, stifled. That's one thing. However, that does not mean that if you are not feeling confident today, that basically you're screwed. Confidence is a skill that can be built. And the way that you build confidence, the way I have built confidence, the reason why you can feel it, Jenna, is because My confidence isn't just like this braggadocious, like, yeah, I'm amazing. It's like, no, it comes from I've done that I didn't think that I could do. And I did it anyway. And I got the results. And even if I didn't get the results, I at least proved to myself, you know what, Vaz, you at least did it. That is where I get my confidence from. It's from lived experience of trying and trying and failing and falling and getting back up and making a damn fool of myself and celebrating out loud and making mistakes out loud. But I'm still doing it. So I hope that answers your question. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is something that you are like the perfect person to ask about. You kind of talked about it, about this inner dialogue and the role that it plays. And so I feel like self-talk is one of those things that we have to be super introspective on. And it's something I've been thinking about so much lately, especially as a mom of daughters and just the adopted dialogues that they are getting from me specifically. Has your self-talk been positive? What has it looked like in your journey? And how have you kind of learned to reframe things as you go through life and experience new things? 
Yeah. So my self-talk, I, I will say that for most of us, you know, when we're born, we're not born with negative self-talk. We're not born criticizing ourselves. So I want everyone to hear this. A lot of times clients will come to me, people will come to me and they'll be like, what's wrong with me? I'm just so mean to myself. And I'm like, yeah, well, because logically we know that it's not kind to talk to ourselves in that way. But when we are used to hearing things being thrown at us, and then we repeat that narrative to ourselves, right? So if someone says to you, you're ugly, and then you believe that, and you say that over and over and over to yourself, you know, at some point, yes, it may have started because someone said that to you, but it is our job as adults to be like, wait a minute, I don't believe that about myself. So this is where self-talk out loud, talking to yourself out loud comes in. And this is why it's a skill and anyone can learn to master their self-talk and change their inner conversation. Because let's say you're looking in the mirror, right? And you're now practicing, you're on the say it out loud journey because you've read my book and you're in front of the mirror and you're noticing your self-talk about yourself, but you're saying it out loud this time. You're not keeping that inside. You don't want to pollute your body with those thoughts. You don't want to pollute your creative channel and your mind with mean thoughts about your body. So you stand in front of the mirror and you look at yourself and you say out loud what you're saying about yourself, about your body. And from there, and you can do this in any situation. I just bring up body because that's where my self-talk has really helped me the most. Yep. It's like, oh my God. And that is where my confidence comes from is how I feel about my body and what I say about my body to myself. And so anybody listening to this, y'all, if you just look at yourself, look at yourself in front of the mirror, I always say the mirror is the most underutilized tool in in self-development, because if you can look at yourself in the mirror and be honest about what you're feeling about yourself and say that out loud. And even then in that moment of vulnerability, you say to yourself, no, I will not speak to myself in this way. I am beautiful the way that I am. I accept myself. And you may not believe it right away. You may not believe those words, but the more you look to see yourself with love and you lead with love with yourself, the more your self-talk and your mind will become a safe place to be. All of this, Jenna, learning to master your self-talk and being kinder to yourself is all because I want people to feel at home within themselves, in their minds and in their bodies. I think this is so powerful. And this always makes me think about like how we're not in control of our first thought, but Mm -hmm. we can pay attention to the thoughts that follow and redirect them. How have you kind of been in that journey of redirecting? Because I think that that's something that a lot of times we just let our inner dialogues run. We never pause. We never question. We never ask ourselves who gave this to me or where did this come from or what was the intention behind it? Mm -hmm. And so how can you kind of start to notice those first thoughts? And then how do you kind of reframe the follow-up? What does that look like? So I appreciate you wanting to learn about the reframe. And here's what I want to say about the reframe to to all my overachievers, just like me, I'm raising my hand. It is so easy for us to want to bypass over the feeling and go to the reframe. The reframe is very important. The self-talk really helps you with the reframe, but learning to talk to yourself you also can guide yourself through that uncomfortable emotion. When you're feeling something, when you're feeling hurt by someone, maybe you're feeling rejected, you weren't invited to something. And instead of telling yourself, this is what I have said, because I'm like, nope, I'm not going to let anyone affect me. I've been like, oh, it's okay, whatever. I don't care. That used to be my mantra. I don't care. And that is not true. I do care. And so when I learned to be kinder to myself and the way I spoke to myself during those moments of rejection, of 
inferiority. Uh, I should be farther along. Oh my God. I mean, us, I mean, we're like there's always some place to get to, right? In those moments when I feel it in my body, like I feel small. I feel like no matter what I'm doing, it's not good enough because hello, we could always be doing more in those moments instead of just being like, I don't care or get into workaholism mode, right? To be like, nope, I don't want to feel this way. Let me just stay busy. I say to myself, Vaz, what's going on? And I say to myself, I feel like an effing loser. I feel like I should be farther along. I feel like there's so much more I could be doing. See, we haven't reframed anything yet. You see that? But I'm just sitting with myself in communion. I'm communing with myself and I'm asking myself, well, you know that you're not a loser, right? You know that you work your ass off. You know that like you're doing the best that you can with what you have. And I just want to let you know I'm proud of you. And I say that to myself, Jenna, and I say that to myself. And then when I start to actually feel love for myself, that is when I reframe. That is when I reframe. And I say, you know what? I guess you're right. I mean, I have been working really hard and I've been going, going, going. And you know, it's, it's okay. I, I, I trust, I trust that there is a divine plan in everything that's happening. You know, when we soften with ourselves, our hardened perspective will also soften. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So this leads me to this question. Like how can somebody develop an inner dialogue that helps us instead of hurts us? Because I would bet that a lot of people listening to this show their inner dialogue is belittling and it's not kind and it's constantly questioning themselves or their integrity or their beliefs or even that inner voice. So how do we kind of reframe that inner dialogue into this position of this helper instead of something that is hurting us? I love that you said the word belittling voice. A few months ago with my therapist, we worked on, you know, we were, we use parts therapy, which is basically the philosophy that we have many different parts inside of us and disowned parts of us, parts of ourselves that we haven't allowed a seat at the table of our own life, which is why we show up watered down. We're not in our full self-expression. You asked a very good question. How can we change our inner dialogue so that it helps us rather than hurts us? Quite simple, y'all. When you notice that belittling voice, so everyone, I want everyone to notice their belittling voice. We all have it. It's mean. It is cruel. We all have it inside of us. Do not act. I don't act like I'm a saint, Jenna. I'm, I can be really mean. And guess what? I don't direct them towards other people. Guess who I direct them towards? Myself. You won't hear me talking like that to anybody, but I'll talk like that to myself. So first thing is identify that belittling voice. Pay attention to how you feel. You can easily look at what you're telling yourself and which voice that is and which part that is asking yourself, how do I feel right now? Am I at peace? Do I feel fulfilled? Do I feel just still and and content? You know, we don't need to always be high or low. It's like, do I just feel at ease right now? And so when you notice this belittling voice in those moments, just ask yourself, literally ask yourself out loud, is this actually helping me or hurting me right now? Say that belittling thought out loud. Let yourself hear how mean you are to yourself. I know that may seem like it's not fun because it's not, but how else can we change our inner dialogue if we do not hear out loud what we're saying to ourselves? Because when we keep it inside, guess what? We can ignore it. We can say, ah, whatever. No one knows about that. Yeah, but you still hear it every day. And if you want to change it, say it out loud so you can feel how mean you are to yourself. And in that moment, be kind to yourself. Say, I don't want to talk like this to myself anymore. I don't want to talk like this to myself anymore. So we got to say those belittling things out loud to ourselves. Because if you heard a friend say that, you know, say the yes. things. I mean, Jenna, what would you say to that friend? Yes. AI is such a hot topic right now. 
but how can you really use it in your business in a way that moves the needle? What if AI could take over tedious tasks like pulling reports, rewriting blog posts, and trying to personalize countless prospecting emails? Well, introducing HubSpot's newest AI tools, Content Assistant and ChatSpot. Content Assistant uses the power of OpenAI's GPT-3 model to help you create content outlines, outreach emails, and even web page copy in just seconds. And in case that wasn't enough, they created ChatSpot a conversational growth assistant that connects to your HubSpot CRM for unbeatable support. With chat-based commands, you can manage contacts, run reports, and even ask for status updates. The easy-to-use CRM just got even easier. Head to HubSpot.com slash artificial dash intelligence to get early access today. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Yeah, knock it off. Like this is not true. What are you saying? Isn't that crazy? I think that's something that has challenged me so much just as a mom is like, the things that I want for my daughters, I have to recognize like they're not just reserved for them. It's also reserved for me. And I feel like a lot of times, even how you're talking about like looking in the mirror, I feel like for me, that experience in and of itself has been like holding up this mirror of like, I want them to believe this about themselves. I want them to believe this about their beauty or their body or whatever it is. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, but the same goes for me too. And I think that's such a beautiful reminder. One thing that I want to know is, Was there a certain experience that you remember where you first said something out loud, like where you had that epiphany of like, whoa, like this changes it when I just vocalize what I'm thinking? Wow. Actually, I, oh my God, actually I do. And and here's what I want all my listeners to really hear this right now. Okay. It's that the reason why I want you to master your self-talk is because you will confidently show up and boldly ask for what you want. Because think about how many times you have wanted to ask for something, but you did it because you had voices in your head micromanaging you. Yeah. When you learn how to talk to yourself, those voices, they're going to become a team player. 
I have a team in my mind. I'm a coach to all the players in my mind. Those are all the, that's the belittling voice, the insecure voice, the really excited voice. You know, think about all these parts of yourself as different team players. Your job is to be the coach and get all these parts of you together to be aligned in the mission that you want to put forth in the world. And so let me tell you my experience of this. It was last May, May of 2022. I live in Austin, Texas. There's a magazine called the Austin Woman Magazine. And I'd been in there, you know, a few times here or there over the course of the past two years. And I was talking to one of the editors. She was interviewing me for just like a two-page article. I was giving tips on self-talk. And I asked her out loud on the phone. I go, hey, who's your cover girl for May? She goes, we don't have one. I go, you should put me on the cover. That's just like that. You should put me on the cover. You haven't had any Indian women on the cover. Plus, May is my 40th birthday month. Wouldn't that be awesome? And we can do a whole spread on living your life out loud and allowing yourself to be creatively expressed. And she goes, all right, let me check with my team. And then two weeks later, I get an email that says, how would you like to be the cover of Austin Woman for May of 2022? And I said, oh my God. And that was for me when I realized I didn't ask her, can you put me on the cover? I said, you should put me on the cover. Now, I don't know if I would ever do that again, but it was bold, Jenna. It was bold. And, I love and so bold. I'm on the cover. If you go to my Instagram, it's pinned right to the top. I had a full 10 page spread, stylist, everything, cover of Austin Woman Magazine. We're in Whole Foods here, there, all throughout Austin, Texas, all because I had the guts to ask or no, tell you, you should put me on. You should put me on the cover. You need me on the cover. <laughs> okay. So something I love about this and I love about you is again, it like keeps coming back to like that confidence. And I feel like a lot of times confidence comes from having this like deep trust in ourselves, right? Like you knew you'd be okay if they said no, yeah. but you also knew you don't get things if you don't ask for them. Right. And so talk to me about how you've learned to trust yourself, like that inner knowing, because I think that a lot of us, if we're being honest, we are inviting in everyone's opinions and ideas and thoughts into our brain. We're like crowdsourcing our way through how we should define success or achieve the dreams or start the family or do those things. And I feel like you have this deep trust and knowing within yourselves. How do we develop that? So first of all, I want everyone listening to this is, you know, when you put yourself out there and ask for what you want, this wasn't like when I asked to be on the cover, it wasn't just cool, like, oh, cool, I want to be on the cover and get a 10 page spread. It boils down to one thing. And I want everyone hearing this and write this down for yourself. you got to value your voice. I asked to be on the cover because I knew I would give a killer interview and I knew my words would set somebody free. I value my words. And that goes into your your question, Jenna, about trusting, just like trusting and having that inner knowing. I made a promise to God in my darkest of days that if I were to sober up and stay sober and really get my freaking life back in order and really just start to trust and be obedient to the messages that I was getting from my God, that I would pay it forward. And that's what I promised. I made a promise that I would pay it forward and help somebody else in need. So I trust that part of me. I made a promise to myself. I made a promise to God that I would get through this and I would help another person. So I'm just, I'm just operating from that place. And I trust that part of myself because I have evidence that when I surrender and accept my reality and also do the work to come back home to myself and and continue to surrender day to day, but also be wildly responsible for my experience in life, that 
I can create anything. And now that I know that, and I really know that, and I live that, and I believe that, and not every day is easy, please catch me a week before my period. I will not be saying the same thing, but I know how to bounce back, you know, and I believe that it is my duty to pay it forward and help others. And I, I trust that. That's it. I just trust it. I think that's so like, the conviction is so inspiring. And I think that it's something that a lot of us need to harness in our own lives, because I feel like so many of us are moving through life and we're not even getting to that point of like hearing the voice, let alone trusting it, right? Like hearing it is the first step. Trusting it is step number two. What has been pivotal in your own journey in terms of like learning to trust yourself, whether it's good, bad, those feelings, that inner dialogue, like what has that looked like for you? Well, You know, personally, the biggest wake up call for me was after my divorce. I got divorced when I was 32 and I got into a four year relationship that was one of the most toxic and codependent relationships. It opened me up to things about myself. I didn't even know I could go there. Like, I don't know if you've ever lost yourself, Jenna, so deeply in a relationship. You lost who you were. Has that ever happened to you? No, it hasn't. Because my husband, I I started dating when we were like 19. But yes, continue. (laughs) I know you're truly blessed. And I'm so happy for you. And that gives me proof that it's it's there. I love looking for evidence. So I love hearing that. And so when I was in this relationship, I lost myself so much. I did things that were so against how I my own morals, my values. And so I have evidence of what my life will turn out if I do not trust myself. I ended up in rehab twice. I had to rebuild my life multiple times, financially dependent on my mother. I was dependent on her at the age of 36, 37, while I was cleaning up my life. I'm no longer financially dependent on her by the grace of God, but I've gone through a lot of stuff and I have evidence of what my life will turn out if I do not trust myself. So now it's like, nope, never again. I will always trust myself. The voice of God, the voice within me is the voice that I listen to. That doesn't mean I don't take people's feedback or I don't take people's advice. I'm not closed off to anything. I believe God exists in all of us. You can learn from a child. You can you can learn from a homeless man on the street. But at the end of the day, my voice is the shot caller. And I learned that through experience because I did break trust with myself time and time and time again. Something happened right before I turned 40, Jenna, like in my mind, when I was, when I turned 39, I was like, oh, hell no, we're done suffering. We're done. And I, as I, where's all my suffering come from? Honestly, if I had to boil it down every single time, I didn't trust myself. I didn't speak up for myself. I lost a part of myself and I'm done doing that. And that's where that comes from. Wow. So talk to me about your experience in writing your book. Your book is coming out in a few short months Walk me through what that looked like. Because for me as an author, writing was such an incredible process. I feel like I evolved as a human in the process. I feel like I was learning the lessons I was teaching during the process. Talk to me about what that was like for you. How ironic is it, right, that I'm writing a book on being kinder and more motivating and encouraging with yourself called Say It Out Loud. And here I was, you know, in this two-year process of you know, getting signed and then now writing a book and now having it going to be out May 16th. Well, I'm sure you'll understand this as someone who wrote the book, you know, how are you really? You probably realized I'm not checking in with myself. And how am I really? Mm -hmm. That was was the same thing with me. I realized from the beginning of my book process, you know, I was watered down. Here I am. I mean, you know, people think I'm bold. And even if you go back two years, you know, I've been in the online space for 11 years. I've always been bold. But when I really think about it, I've been bold, but just slightly watered down. 
I know that about myself. I know that. And I know that because I know how I feel now having written the book, like my throat chakra has been unlocked. I feel like there is no more of the, but what will people think? Is this going to be too harsh? Is this going to be too aggressive? Are they going to misunderstand me? Because you know why, Jenna? I trust where I'm coming from. And that is what the gift of writing this book has given me is just stepping into the knowing. Voss, step into your knowing Speak from that place, write from that place. Stop doing the sugar-coated bullshit. No one's going to benefit from that. Stop trying to manage other people's emotions, coddle other people. Your job is to help other people who are suffering in silence. Stop watering your words down. I had to coach myself through it. I had to. And so now I'm, I'm really proud of who I have become and who I'm becoming. Someone who is taking a stand for herself, who she is, what she stands for, saying that out loud, and hopefully sparking somebody else to speak firmly in their truth. What's wrong with having convictions in life? That Those are your morals and your values. You need to stand for something in your life. And it's okay to say that out loud. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. 
Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth. LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. What would you say to someone who's listening to this and they're like, if I were to attempt to harness this boss level of confidence, I don't even know what I would be able to do. How has this confidence, how has this ability to speak your mind, how has it unlocked things for you? Because I can only imagine after all that you've been through and all that you've shared of the different trails of your own journey, that this place that you find yourself in is probably a place you could have never imagined for yourself. I could never imagine that I could feel so confident that everything is going to work out. Like, I almost think it's, you know, sometimes I say, I'm like, am I being arrogant for being confident that everything's going to work out? And it's like, no, bitch, you really just trust. I just freaking know it's going to work out because I know what I've been through and I know where I am now. I'm going to be okay. I say this to my mom who struggles with so much anxiety and she will never admit that. I told her she gets so worried about me. I mean, you know, mom's always worried, even at the age of 40. She's like, did you eat? No, why not? You know, these are conversations with my mom. But I I tell my mom, I go, you got to trust. We've been through our worst days. We're going to be okay. So that is what that has unlocked for me. Yes, I'm bold. Yes, I ask for things out loud. Yes, I speak with conviction and confidence. But on the internal is what I really want to highlight. The juiciest part is I know at the end of the day, when I go to sleep, those voices in my head, there, there's nothing, there's no open loops. There's no, oh my God, is everything going to be okay? I go to sleep knowing I did the best I could. It's all working out. Everything is working out, boss. All those seeds that you've been planting, they're growing. All those conversations you had, they're having an effect on people. I just trust I did the best that I could today. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. That's beautiful. And I feel like that's also really liberating for people that are achievers. Talk to me about how you have kind of harnessed this power in a way that allows you to achieve, but also kind of gives you the grace to navigate each day in whatever way it comes. Because as someone who you've shared your different struggles that you've had and the different experiences that you've encountered, walk me through what that looks like. Absolutely. So the first thing that I just want to say is my mantra in this season is sustained continuity. So yeah, so I want sustained continuity as a business owner, as an author, as a creator, as a human, as a woman, I want to be here for a while, right? And so I think about if I want to be in this for the long haul, whatever that looks like for me and enjoy my life, I better start speaking to myself in a way that makes me want to keep living and not want to give up. So that for me has really been so important. And I want to impart that to everybody is, you know, on the day to day basis, I know we have goals, but this is the Gold Digger podcast. We have goals. I'm all for achieving external goals. I come from an Indian immigrant background. If we didn't get 100, if we got a 95, my mom would say, where are the other five points? I get it. I'm a Trust me, if I didn't get 100, I'm a failure, right? I I grew up with that type of thinking, you know, spelling bee champion, all that thing. I mean, I'm just a stereotypical Indian. But here's what I want to say. As someone who grew up in a culture where everything was about status, where you went to school, how much money you had in your bank and, you know, all that. I've now realized that what matters to me is how I feel about myself in relation Mm -hmm. to myself moment to moment. 
How do I feel about myself? I don't care about loving myself anymore. I'm like, do I like myself? Because if I like myself, I can love myself. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just in season of dating myself, relating to myself, getting to know Vasavi at this age. Because guess what? Vasavi at 37, honestly, is a very different person than Vasavi at 40. So I'm meeting myself every day. New versions of myself, new you know layers have been peeled off. Every day I get to meet my maker. I get to meet myself every single day. I'm not trying to win the marathon in 24 hours. I'm in it for the long haul. So mm. let's make the process enjoyable. I don't plan on dying anytime soon, but I'll tell you this, if I'm unkind to myself and I treat myself like shit, I'm going to want to, I'm going to want to give up. I'm going to want to say screw it. And I don't want to live like that. And I don't want any of you to live like that. So be kind to yourself, be motivating, be honest, you know, be real with yourself, be kind, be gentle, be determined. And yeah, just watch yourself, watch yourself thrive, watch yourself soften, watch yourself, you know, quiet in your mind a little bit as you begin to talk to yourself in a way that is more kind and filled with grace and compassion. Okay. I have one final question. And that is something that you just inspired me to think of is a lot of times we can recognize other people's negative self-talk. We can see it in the people we love. We can almost enter the conversations happening in their head. How can we support someone in their journey to help reframe their own dialogue while we're doing the same right next to them? Oh, that's such a good question because here's the thing. We can meet people at the capacity and depth that we meet ourselves. So it's a both and. As you continue to master and change your inner conversation and expand your capacity to be with uncomfortable emotions, sit through uncomfortable emotions with yourself, you're going to be able to hold more space for other people if you want to, if that's what you want. If you have the capacity to hold space for people and and you want to be there for other people and your kids and have those difficult conversations, you're going to be able to now help that with other people. So how I would support others is the way that I would ask you to support yourself. When someone is having a moment, they're having an experience and it's hard for them, you don't need to jump in. As a licensed therapist, I'm going to say this, okay? This is yes. just what I do as a licensed therapist. Like, I'm not just, you know, I would let them emote and you don't need to say anything. And then when, if there is a good moment and you'll feel it, it's not when you feel like you need to interrupt or fix them. When there's a pause, you can just say to them. And if they're open to you putting your hand on them, you can ask, can I, you know, can I put my hand on you? You know, and say, can I, can I put my hand on your shoulder or just whatever? And just say, I'm, I'm here for you. This is a place that you can tell me anything. And just invite them into a conversation like you would with yourself. If someone doesn't want to talk and they say, I'm not ready to talk now, do not force them. They just told you what they needed. Do not Mm. force them, but do that with yourself. Do you know, Jenna, there are some repressed memories that I have just now come to the surface because I was not ready to feel those. Mm -hmm. I was not ready to feel those memories. Thankfully, with the good old help of some edibles here and there, you're, you know, you're able to soften, open up your heart a little bit. And I've been able to uncover a lot of repressed memories that I've been keeping within, but that's because those parts of me felt safe to surface themselves with me. You can do that with another person. I would say the greatest gift that you can give to someone is not judge them, not fix them, not shame them, not try to solve their problems. Just be there. Mm, Island so beautiful. beautiful. Yes. Thank you. So give us a sneak preview of your book and tell us where we can get our copy and pre-order and what is included when we do that. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, you know, I'm super excited because this is for all my people who have ever bought tons of expensive journals and you just have them sitting aside guilty as charged. So I love to call my book, say it out loud as an alternative guide to journaling. Every chapter at the end of the book is a verbal prompt and exercise. I'm actually giving you scripts to talk to yourself out loud. Every chapter has a practice, a prompt and a promise. And you're making that commitment to yourself that when you're not feeling okay, or when you want to celebrate, it's not just when you're feeling crappy, but when you want to celebrate, you celebrate. When you're feeling irritable, you allow yourself to feel irritable. You allow yourself to have your experience and you can talk to yourself through it. So when you go to sayitoutloudbook.com, I have a ton of great bonuses. The one that I'm most excited about is our virtual Say It Out Loud book club, where you'll be working directly with me. We're having a book club going through the 12 chapters of the book over the course of four weeks. That's going to be super exciting to have this live experience. You get instant access to guided meditations, my confident on-camera mini course, a challenge that I have for people who not only want to change their inner conversation, but they want to start sharing their personal story out loud, share their journey out loud so as to set someone else free. So you're fully supported when you pre-order my book, Say It Out Loud. You can go to sayitoutloudbook.com. Thank you so much. Thank you for having, or thank you for having me. Thank you for being on my show. Thank you for having me interview you you today. (laughs) Isn't her energy just palpable? Like interviewing her was such a treat because you can feel that confidence. I think that's something we all want to harness more of in our life. And I truly believe that with Vasavi's teachings and our book, you can absolutely do that. I love having these conversations and I'm so grateful that you took the time to tune in and listen today. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. And until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.